you know, just for the sake of putting up this uh, YouTube clip, I don't even put up a YouTube clip on this, but just to put up a Insta IGTV, I do an entire recording on video. Um, and for that, I have to set up lights and I have to set up, um, not that many lights, just put on the switch. And I have to set up the angle because you don't want to see any of this. And I don't know why you don't see any of this. It's fucking, it's, it's the world, bro. It's the world outside. But just for that one clip, I mean, when I do the guests, oh yeah, when I do the guests, you know, the guests are being done. When I interview the guests, I do the Zoom call, so that obviously covers video. But just, and the size, it's like fucking 1.5 GB, and I have to transfer it. And just because of a clip, I, I don't know, should I? Do you have any solutions, my friends? Do you have any solutions where I can, um, I mean, the solo one, I really rather just do an audio recording. And I know this conversation is happening back and forth with myself on multiple episodes, but I'm trying to come to a decisive conclusion on what to do about this. And then I looked at cameras, and the lighting's not okay, why is the lighting A lot of um, internal dialogue. So should I do it or not? Anyhow, welcome back to another episode. This is the Soapy Rao Show, which is, of course, I'm very glad to say thank you to all of you. It's being featured as the top comedy podcast on Hangama. Hangama, if you're a Hangama, it's great. Uh, international Hangama. 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 I like the name Hangama. You hang them up there, you hang them out there, you hang them out right around here. And uh, Castbox. Yeah, it's just a great... Uh, thing to be featured in the top comedy so I better get the fucking humor along yeah because I don't want people going hey top comedy podcast and I'm just like but you know so you know I just it's I feel very sad when I think of but as I said in the last episode it's everything and anything that goes on this podcast including humor is a part of everything and everything's about humor so that's how I look at it if you're new to the podcast there's my perspective and a lot more of this is what you'll hear on episodes to come I interview people we do things like find out about themselves find out who they are and let them so imagine someone comes they're like fucking yeah I came as a guest on the podcast but now I'm leaving knowing more about myself and who I am and where I'm going yeah because I feel boxing in not cast box but boxing in things into too many tight defined uh, structured ways of presenting yourself limits your potential as a human uh, being and as a potential creature of creativity yeah yeah i had a pretty long weekend guys it was um, thursday so i as i told you oh i haven't told you let me tell you this i uh, started hitting golf balls yeah, started playing golf when I was 14 in Bangalore. And I could, um, my sight, that was 96, around 96. So I could see a little more then. And it was fun, you know, because my mom said, um, my mom said, it sounds like I'm a brat. But no, uh, the point is I used to play, I love sports and I loved sports growing up. And I couldn't do a lot of the sports after a certain age. I um, Because they were moving balls and involved people which, you know, could potentially end up me hurting myself. So tennis, cricket, um, and I was—I uh, loved running and jumping in school, running and uh, athlete uh, athletics, track and field. But golf was one of those things which was not very popular back then uh, in the 90s in India. So the course was first of all empty. So I could go alone, get a student membership, and play. And of course, you know, I I love the love the idea of doing that. But about six seven years back, my sight has dropped quite drastically since then. Um, so I stopped doing it because the course was more crowded. I couldn't see the ball as well. Actually, I never saw the ball well, but I could manage somehow adapt my swing to, uh, you know, using my peripheral vision, spotting the ball. And then while hitting, my head was at an angle. If you guys are listening, I'm tw- tilting my head. So the periphery would catch the ball and I would whack it. And it was okay. Not a great call for, but I, I love doing it. Like I, 
um, enjoyed it. But because of this fact that uh, the I, even walking on the course has become difficult because I don't want to fall into a <laughs> water, which would be hilarious for everyone, uh, into a water hazard. And I, they make me a free drop. They're like, oh, Sandeep, you're a penalty drop. And so I stopped doing it. But there's this great organization in Bangalore run by Shanti and Dipesh. And if you've heard my Life Gone Wrong series, you probably would have heard the interview with Shanti Raghavan, who, um, along with her husband and the team at Enable India, which is their organization, are doing some fucking fantastic work for um, inclusion, especially in the workforce, uh, showing how hiring uh, people with disabilities is a profitable, not just a charitable thing. So they're great people. And Dipesh, who's Shanti's husband, who's also the founder, one of the co-founders along with the, of Enable India, uh, brought to my notice the idea of blind golf and how it's an international format recognized by the Professional Golf Association and how he wants to bring that to India. And he asked me, would you like to be a part of it in uh, taking it forward and making it a thing? And I said, fucking, why not? It would be great. And the rules are very similar to golf. It's just that there are three, four accommodations they make. Um, like, for instance, you have a guide slash coach slash caddy. Uh, if that same person can do all three things, nothing like it. And that person sort of obviously helps you walk on the course with navigation. Uh, they also help you with, um, uh, you know, club placement, uh, giving you the direction you have to hit in because you don't want to hit in the wrong direction and hit back where you came from, which is not helpful, which of course no blind person is going to do because they have a good sense of uh, spatial awareness. But um, they help you place the club and depending on your um, sight or lack of rather, uh, the exceptions increase so that they'll help you even place the club. And then I think there's certain um, things on the green, like I think the, the, the flag has a beeper. So, I haven't really fully informed myself with the rules, but there's some certain things. So I said, hey, this would, be, this would be cool. So I went back to the driving range. This was about a month or two back. Um, I think eight, eight lessons back. So I thought, fuck this. Why am I going to go to the old pattern of trying to see the ball and fuck up my entire balance by, you know, which was the problem because my head was tilted. The entire swing gets fucked. And if none of you are interested in golf, I'm sorry, this episode ended up being about my golf game. But if you are a golfer, then you know what I'm talking about. So I figure let me relearn or re or unlearn my old swing and re-acquaint uh, myself with the game of golf by learning to swing again uh, without seeing. So swing without seeing. That sounds like a great fucking swingers party. An orgy where everyone's blind and <laughs> swing without seeing. That's funny. Um, so... There's a lady called Nikki Ponapa who's a ex-professional golfer who helped, um, who decided, I mean, who said, yeah, I'll, of course, I'll, I'll teach you how to swing and help you swing. And it's been, it's been amazing. It's been amazing to, to learn again uh, and how I can take away certain things like that. I realized my entire fucking posture was like hunched over. My chest was kind of like all cramped in. My neck was bent because I don't know, it just became like that, settled in that way. But now I'm... Um, standing up straighter my neck is not all the time sort of dropping and that's one of the tips for the golf swing but it's also helping me in life so the, the, the lesson motherfuckers is <laughs> i have to leave you with the lesson the lesson is you never know where you can learn things and apply life to a certain activity and activities to life because there's no such thing as a work fucking life balance everything is life and you end up doing things you end up working you end up doing um exercising, you end up playing golf, you end up doing things, everything's life, you don't need a balance, just fucking enjoy doing things when you're doing it and take things that you do and take things that you learn from those things you do into what um, you practice in life and that could be everything, like it doesn't have to be, I'm a golfer, no, none of that shit, I enjoy hitting those golf balls and there's no 
end to it of course the tournament is happening on the 21st of october if you are by the way in bangalore or if you happen to be from another city and happen to be in bangalore on those dates the 21st of october at the karnataka golf association uh it's the really really nice course in bangalore we're doing a tournament called the purple cup which is basically golfers for disability inclusion so that's where they're raising funds for a uh, for a for a blind and uh, deaf conference they're hosting enable india's hosting in february but it's also the launch of blind golf india and if you or anyone you know are visually impaired or blind and you'd like to find out because the tournament itself is not ha- doesn't have visually impaired golfers this year but the idea is to launch it create the concept spread the awareness and hopefully by next year we will have a visually impaired people myself included playing the tournament and uh, but there is a clinic where uh, people who are visually impaired will be on the range uh, nikki uh, ponappa will be helping them uh, figure out how to swing the club hit some balls i'll be there so if you want to meet me if you want to say hello you want to uh, if you if you're visually impaired of course you're welcome to join um you can write in to me at sopirao at gmail.com s-o-a-p-y-r-a-o at gmail.com and let me know hey i'm sandeep you bitch i'm interested and i'll be like bitch face that's great so let's meet so just an announcement if you're interested uh do that that'll be great so uh that's where the golf thing was it's really fun and yesterday uh, last evening i went it was pissing down uh, like a diuretic on heat and um i went hit some great balls so what happens is sometimes you watch youtube videos and this very thing as i as i've told you on amata episodes i've started learning the guitar and you get carried away in this world of information right similarly with golf a lot of golf videos and next thing you watch someone like a bryson dechambeau hit like a 400 monster drive you're like i want to do that i want to do that which is great inspiration but then you realize fucking within your limits right you can't you're not going to train uh, as hard as him you're not as big as him yeah maybe you are big but maybe you have a different priority which is just life right and he's a golfer he's a professional golfer so his life is right now i don't know why but his um most of his time is taken up by the game of golf and activities to enhance that game so he eats like that he works out like that he he also is a is a beast of a person and uh, that's his focus his whole activity right now is catering around the game of golf but mine isn't so if i go and try that I, i'm going to do one of two things i'm going to hit the golf ball badly because i don't have the sense of the swing right which uh, involves that much force to hit the ball and secondly my, my, i'm going to en- end up injuring myself really quick because i don't have um like i hit the golf ball uh maybe 125 140 balls then go have beer i don't go work out more so clearly my lifestyle isn't for a professional golfer's um game but at the same time i can figure out my own swing and figure out the best way to do that swing and enjoy hitting the ball so i i don't have any end goal of getting on the course right now but i just love hitting those balls because you get timing in your uh, in your in, on your side you get a better understanding of your spatial awareness how your posture your your just your body and um you don't have to see the ball because you just end up hitting and the beauty is that when everything comes into place and falls into place the ball just magically flies on its own and um that's how it felt yesterday but then when things don't fall into place and you're overthinking your swing like okay now I have to take the back take back the the club okay is it going in its elliptical i saw on youtube that it has to come back in its elliptical do i have to make the flip on the wrist do i have to swing back the right arm to cock it and then let it release and is my hip my weight transfer going onto the back foot is it transferring enough is it i watched the uh, the uh, the rick shields i think the video where it said or some there's another guy who has a scratch golf whatever channel where basically 80% of the weight transfer has to be back on the left foot when you come in like fuck when you're doing all that the balls is going to come back and hit you in the face which happens a couple of times if you're really obnoxious as a golfer but yeah i've done some really bad shots man it was fucking hilarious like uh, not hilarious but hilarious because no one got hurt but i hit a pole the ball came back behind me so yeah and um, things do happen like that but 
Nah, I'm not here to give you advice on how to play golf, but you must try it if you have access to clubs and a golf course, which is important. Or we, you can do what I did when I was a kid, because I, I, I was introduced to the idea of golf when I was nine, I think, when we went to a holiday in Uti and there was a golf club. And I was like, fucking, this is amazing. There's a lot of grass and there's a thing you hit a ball with. So I did, I, when I was eight, I didn't have access to a golf club. So I took a hockey stick, some old hockey stick, which is lying around at home, took a, a cock ball. Remember the cock balls we had? The balls made out of cocks. Like, yeah, a lot of dicks you know, out of the cock, <laughs> the, 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 the cock plant, whatever it was, cock. And I, you know, took an old condensed milk tin, dug it into the hole, made it a golf thing, and I used to play there. And I think there was an old aluminum pole, and I put like a little, remember that shiny paper? So I put a red flag on it, and I would do that. And I kept myself really entertained which I think is the benefit of not having excessive access to these video games as a young thing because then you get innovative. As I, I, there was a show back then called Crystal Maze uh, where this guy called Richard O'Brien, I think he would get these teams and you would have to go play all these activities from various genres. It would be the wild, they would have space or sci-fi and all these themes and these games. The idea was to get the crystal and they would have a maze as the name suggests. So I built my own crystal maze with G.I. Joe um, paraphernalia uh, using Barbie dolls, which I would make for my sister. Now they're actually mine. And various other things. My mom's books. And I would make a maze and you'd get the maze without touching the books. And then you'd get a crystal. And the crystal, you know where the fucking crystal came from? Our neighbors were building the house. And they had a massive chandelier, which is sh- chandelier. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, speech impediment. A massive chandelier. That's what it is. Like uh, the song by Sia. And uh, they were hoisting it. The entire thing smashed. It fell from 40 feet or 10 feet. Who the fuck cares? Details don't matter. Or they do matter, but maybe 20 feet. Let's compromise, bitch. Okay, 25 feet. That's 10 plus 40, 50. 25 feet. It fell smashed. And I had a bunch of crystals to play the crystal maze. That's a long story short. Actually, a long story, which is longer than it needed to be. Anyhow, sorry, my mouth's a bit dry today. So I'm like, that's the rhythm I'm going with. But yeah. Long story short, I love playing, uh, love being back on the driving range, hitting golf balls. Gives me a sense of doing something outside the house and I feel good. I feel like my body's opening up, my swing is coming into play and coming, um, falling into place. And all in all, it gives me something to talk about in the podcast as well. I didn't plan, actually, I was planning to talk about the Facebook leak. That little snitch, Francis, I forget her last name, um, Hogden, Hogden, something like that. I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg is probably going, fucking A. One side the Pandora Papers, one side this girl. I took care of you, lady. And you snuck out papers. And then they say, cheating, cheaters never prosper. I don't know. I will um, talk about that in the next episode. If, in the meanwhile, uh, if you have any thoughts on that or anything you wanted me to talk about, do drop me a line at the Soapy Rao Show's email ID, which is Soapy Rao Show. S-O-A-P-Y-R-A-O-S-H-O-W at the rate gmail.com. Yes, that's right. You heard it right. I said at the rate at gmail.com. And yeah, you can say hello to me and you can interact with yours truly, with you motherfucker, with me. Um, ouch. And uh, yeah, but, but the golf thing, I will remind you, if you're interested, October 21st in the city of Bangalore at the Karnataka Golf Association is the Purple Cup. I'll be a part of it. Enable India is uh, hosting it. A lot of people are participating and you can be a part of the Blind Golf Clinic. Uh, that's happening on the same day. Drop in a line and I will let you know all the details if you're interested or if anyone you know is visually impaired in the city or 
wants to come down even fucking hey we're, we're happy i'm happy to say people from delhi people from delhi especially are welcome you know from anywhere in the country or to the world if you happen to be like fucking hey lockdown's over i'm going to come from uh from this from, from, from siberia fucking hey great if someone in siberia is listening to this podcast right now uh, welcome my friend you are very much welcome to come to podcast not to podcast <laughs> to the podcast as well but you're very welcome to come to golf tournament and we will play then <laughs> i've got i've got a very good joke for my russian friends which i just came up with my genius is our nose nose bounds you will come from russia and we will hit the ball and you will start putting i will start putting and we will go to <laughs> from the drive we will go to the green and if you know golf you get the joke we will start putting and putting okay <laughs> on that note I would like to thank you for listening to podcast. Very much appreciate your help and your patronage. And if you uh, want to stay in touch with me, say hello on social media at Sopirao. Till next time, uh, take care of yourselves. Goodbye, God bless, and uh, kiss your balls and kiss your mother's balls. Goodbye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.